0: Welcome to the show. This is episode forty of the Off the Monorails podcast. Yours truly, Jordan here, and joined as always, as usual, by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Guys, hello, sir. Hello, how we doing? We're doing good. How are you guys?
1: Doing well. Uh, survived the hurricane. I'm I'm doing just peachy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's uh, yeah. We uh, we survived old Nicole, and which turned into a pretty uh, solid last of the week weekend for uh for you guys especially
1: got a nice soaking across florida yeah the the, the weather was you know not so ideal as far as driving down but once we got yeah. about halfway uh it was just wind i mean but by the time i got to daytona uh heading down on thursday uh first thing in the morning i was already seeing bits of blue sky when we stopped halfway so we we kind of drove through the the eastern half of the storm as it was making its way toward like the Panhandle area. Um yeah. We did pretty good. We, it, by the time we got down there yeah. that that afternoon, it, it looked pretty nice. It was cool and overcast. Yeah. And a little breezy. I'll uh I'll say this as well. The wind had some
2: gusts where it felt like I had a flat tire and I kept getting blown across the road. <laughs> so it was pretty gnarly on the drive down, but like Ryan said the closer we got the better it, you know the weather got. So uh it was a good, good trip. So, can't wait to cover it here in this uh, episode.
0: Yeah. So, um, as you, as you guys know, we've been kind of leading up to this culmination of uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party. Uh, things kicked off last Tuesday with the first party event, uh, November eighth, and Justin was able to attend the second party of the season on uh, November tenth. And this uh, past Thursday, so there was you know things were in question with the hurricane coming through, but mm-hmm. uh, the party did go on as planned. Just a little bit of just a little bit of wet, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So a it was a little a little a little, a little soggy from from the, some things, but uh, what a soggy is yeah. Tuesday
2: though. I felt bad for them yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. It it always go
0: it always happens that way though. The first party always gets rained on, man just so future tips said it
1: before that florida's gonna florida
0: yeah yep. they know when it's the first night of a special event at disney that's <laughs> for sure uh, it just never fails they love it i love seeing all the videos for everybody Garrett, just ready to get the first party done and they just get soaked but but yeah so we'll be uh you know we've been looking forward to this uh, this time this event uh, Justin's first time at the event ever mm-hmm. and so uh, and we've been looking forward to be able to unpack it and see how his time was see how uh, the event was um, and get his direct experiences and feedback and just recap the event and what it's all about and also get some just get an honest review of you know, pretty much, would you do it again? Is it worth the money? all all those things considered. So uh, before we get into the episode though, and discuss Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party, two thousand twenty two, uh, we'll dive into a bit of news that uh, just dropped uh, today, uh, today being Tuesday, uh, November fifteenth. And, man, did we get some... Uh, Bombshells. We some doozy of information here today. Don't
1: even get me started. We might affectionately start
0: calling this uh, segment What Grinds My Gears, uh, because uh, Disney just keeps, keeps seeming to announce things to just piss us off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think Disney has a clutch pedal. They're just grinding gears constantly at this point. <laughs> First off... Uh, it was announced today. There was a couple of things announced today, and neither one of them were good. So right. um, starting December 8th, uh, annual pass prices have increased, all except the Pixie Dust, which is the only one that's actually even available. So that makes zero sense that you <laughs> jack up prices for things that aren't even available to be sold. But the one that you can sell stays the same. Uh, you know, they make money. They don't make sense. <laughs> yeah
0: and it goes to show you too that that's the demand that that pixie dust pass has yeah right like if it had the demand then they would have increased that one too right just yep. just goes to show you that it's they had they've had it available for sale for this duration and no no other passes have been for sale and here you here you go like they they had the opportunities to raise them all across the board and they're like, no, you know, we're gonna keep this one at this price that it is that we raised yeah. a yeah. year ago on you, yeah. by the way. The Pixie, yeah. <laughs> Does, the Pixie Does
1: pass is literally the Chrysler LeBaron of annual passes. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy it. And I'll build on that. I'm willing to bet
2: if they still had the Epcot after four annual pass, I guarantee you that would outsell the Pixie. Does. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. So
0: man, that was a great pass option, yeah. by the way. Ugh. But yeah, the um
2: if you know so, yeah,
0: I, that <laughs> rest in peace um, that, you know, that just goes to show you, you know, that has to be a demand thing altogether. That it, is just not garnering it any it has to be. attention whatsoever.
2: Rightfully so, though.
0: <laughs> and yeah. And then it also shows you kind of the feverish demand that maybe they're getting on inquiries for the other passes. And maybe because they've now settled and finalized on a price point. Maybe they'll put them available again. (laughs) I'm Ron Burgundy.
1: Time, time will tell. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. These Uh, these price increases, though, like they already increased last year, and then everybody that exists these days has absorbed the increase of cost of living, mm -hmm. which in turn everything at Disney went up. Food prices um across the board it doesn't matter lightning lane has gone up uh but we'll start with the incredible pass where it was at the 12 the 12.99 price point and that being 1,299 dollars that increased 100 dollars so now it is 1,399 dollars each for the year yeah And then yep. the sorcerer pass went from $899 to $969. So that is a $70 increase there. Then your mm-hmm. pirate pass, uh, it went from six ninety nine to seven forty nine, so a fifty dollar increase there. And the Chrysler LeBaron stayed at three ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah. And he, they're not again,
0: and this was right off of the heels of last year that he just turned came around and changed the, not only the prices of the passes, but the structure of the passes and the blackout dates right. to go with it, etc. cetera. Completely
1: re- redone. It. And then take yeah, away the took entire away. annual pass information webpage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a good moment, uh, for Disney still on this, uh, carousel of non-progress, we'll call it. Right. <laughs> uh, when it comes to their relationship, a damn with good way to pass. put it. <laughs> um, so I'll throw that one on the t-shirt for you. Uh, With a picture of Bob uh, Paycheck's face right there. On it, <laughs> it's, it's just baffling. It really is. It's like, okay, you're just going to keep on nickel and diming yeah. until you find some way to. And yeah, but it is ridiculous that at the end of the day, these they raise prices on a product that's not even available.
1: Well, and like, so. to get on to my next bit of news, it's pretty much the same thing also announced today was a new variable pricing for theme parks and each theme park is on its own pricing tier. You see yeah, yeah that's yeah this is insanity.
0: This is the yeah this is where it got me boggling. <laughs> I, I I saw right I saw prices changing for annual passes, right? I it's almost inevitable at this point that we're just going to continue to see that it feels like especially when they did it last year Mm -hmm. and they've kind of done it almost every year. Um, But this is monumental Mm -hmm. as far as this change goes, you know, they, you know, about a year or so ago, they changed to this flex pricing where depending on the season, you would have different pricing for the day. Correct. You know, the single days to the three days to the four days. So depending on the seasonality, Uh, but now Not only is it taking into consideration the seasonality, but it's expanding it to each park. Mm -hmm. So each park is now going to be variable and have varied pricing along with the seasonal pricing. And we're talking, uh, Ryan, you got the prices there, but I think it's somewhere like two hundred dollars per Just season for Magic Kingdom Kingdom for peak
1: days. Yeah, yeah. maximum. It's like one eighty nine. Yep, one eighty nine maximum price, and then a minimum of one hundred twenty four dollars, which uh, what day is is going to be one hundred twenty four dollars? I would love. to And they to said know this for nine day.
2: days, uh, from Christmas
1: Eve to New Year's. That's the main yeah. days that price point yeah. will apply. I want to know what day they consider the about, cheapest. Like what and what's their reasoning behind that day being cheaper than others?
0: Yeah, you're talking. But you're talking for a family a of four to go to Magic Kingdom for a day. Nearly a grand. after tax. After tax, you're paying. Eight nine hundred dollars. Well, and
1: then factor in parking. You know, that's another twenty five or fifty dollars, yeah. depending on where you park. How you, I factor mean, in Genie Plus. Plus, thousand bucks. There's another hundred dollars for a day.
0: For a day that you can, you can't even get half your listing. And, and let's say you do so, ten hours
1: at the park. You're paying, you're paying a hundred dollars per hour for that day. To what waiting so, on three different lines.
2: So, needless to say, they introduced variable pricing. Well, guess what? The consumer can do
1: variable spending yes and you know this this also opens the can of worms of if you look at the pricing they've kind of categorized what theme parks they think hold a higher precedent than the others yeah with epcot and animal kingdom being at the bottom of the spectrum and hollywood studios and magic kingdom being in the upper echelon so they're now starting Mm -hmm. to tier categorize their own theme parks like, are we going to start getting, like, resort classifications? We're going to have a moderate theme park and then a deluxe theme park? Like, <laughs> what, what the hell are we trying to do well, here? Well,
0: you know, I mean, you know they had to use the last couple of years' worth of data on the park reservations. Right. right and measuring the demand there to yep. set this. That's yep. all it was, to set you know, Which is. Analytics. Yeah, so not only, you know. I think this is probably part of the plan all along. When oh, you started yeah. implementing the park reservation system, not only what did it help them figure out, you know, the proper demand and and proper amount of employees for a park, um, you know, whether it comes to you know all the operations that go into right. the park, from restaurants to uh, janitorial services to you name it, parking attendants, etc. Uh, but now you know you spin that around to. Oh well, we can measure the demand that they sh- that they're gonna get in a certain season now because we have year you know a couple years worth of data mm-hmm. to back it up. And now we're gonna you know charge the pricing based on that demand I historically. I think
2: COVID kind of like made that speed rushed in. Oh, COVID was a financial it out. That's why it was science such project. A, yeah, that's why it was like a cluster at first, and they're now defining it. I think they had this, like you said, in their back pocket all along. Well, and it you just, think about think COVID this. Pushed along.
1: Both of these are on the heels of just this past week them announcing some possible layoffs for cast yeah, members. Yeah. So like and, and hiring freezes. This is like a very orchestrated ordeal to me. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, also, there was one thing I noticed, and I won't. I won't go into great detail about it because I will cover. My trip uh, on a, on another episode, this is all for Justin, but just something I noticed as well was this past weekend, they did filming at the Friday Christmas party event. Yeah. Um, but also Friday, because I had uh, park reservations for Hollywood Studios, uh, I got a push notification that morning through the My Disney Experience app that there was a passholder exclusive showing of Fantasmic at 930 uh, at Hollywood studios, but there was also the regular eight o'clock one that everybody could go to, but at nine thirty, mm. um, they started giving out wristbands at six o'clock in the evening for pass holders that wanted to attend the exclusive event. And while it seemed like, you know, cause in, in the announcement that I got, it was like, you know, celebrating pass holders and as a thank you, yada, yada, yada. But really I think it was to just deter people from going to magic kingdom for the filming.
0: <laughs> yeah. Probably. not wrong I,
1: I may be a little yeah. bit pessimistic saying that keep, but
0: keep the crowds away keep the crowds away yeah. <laughs> just uh yeah
1: there's a lot of questions being thrown out there right now a lot of red flags but um I do have one I guess it's a positive piece of news and that was that uh, just a few hours ago actually this evening on Tuesday the 15th of November that The Princess Diaries 3 has been announced Ooh. Yeah. so um Anne Hathaway has not been yet confirmed for it but the movie itself has been confirmed and that uh is also including uh deborah martin chase producing and she produced the first two uh editions of that series and it's actually been since 2004 that we've seen one of these movies and that one brought in just shy of 135 million at the box office so i'm curious to see what they do uh with this one you know some 18 19 years later kind of excited i I, I like those movies it's
0: yeah it's almost uh almost 20 years later um it's i i like the movies when they came out i'd be very interested to see how what they uh what they do with this now
1: but yeah i think that's all that pissed us off today so (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure there'll be more coming (laughs) yeah in all seriousness though it's gonna it's gonna bring some people to the question of are they? Is it worth it to retain your annual pass it. now? Yeah, it, there's still people that are clinging to them because they know that they can't get them back right now. But uh, um, and, and
2: Disney knows they got us like that. Yeah,
1: and, and honestly, when because my wife Brianna was one that told me about this when the news broke today, uh, she called me on her lunch break and we both were just like, we're up in the air on whether or not we're going to renew now. And you know, we're we're into our second year of having annual passes and it's been incredible but we've seen yeah. a price increase now with this of almost 200 plus dollars just in 2 years and per person mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. you know we have a family of five so that's going to put us paying 5 grand a year just for passes and you know yep. uh and I'm a price bad, you know with Jacob so yeah at that price point i'm, I'm better off buying into DVC
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's yeah, it's just different, uh, different investment types, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it's one of those that you hope you're getting your your return for for your investment there. So yeah, yeah, it we'll uh, we'll see how this thing goes. So stay uh, stay tuned. We'll uh, keep it keep a close eye on everything and be alerting the uh, Twitter and other media. Outlets, whenever uh, any further news drops. So stay tuned there. I'd be a good time to tell you to follow us at Off the Monorails on those social media platforms. So go check us out on all the socials Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube at Off the Monorails. So go follow along, have some fun with us. Um, with that being said, thank you, Ryan, for breaking the hearts of america <laughs> and we'll dive in to a more uh
2: joyous festive. and festive <laughs> topic please do I'm literally sad. just touching all the spectrum here
0: <laughs> yeah let's get some let's let's boost the mood in the in the, in the room a little bit okay guys let's just take it take that
2: breath and let's, let's, bell, let's turn this thing around. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: give me some being crosby up in this bitch all right <laughs> so uh without further ado uh, like we aforementioned Mickey's very Merry Christmas party is happening right now. Uh, there are some still select dates available. I do believe for sale. Uh, so if you go to Disney world's website, um, we'll put a link in the episode description. If you're interested in going to check out the party yourself, um, and you get a ticket, uh, tickets range, uh, Justin, you want to give us the ticket range, uh, at least the price that you paid versus some of the others?
2: Yeah, I caught it on one of the cheaper days. Uh, It was like $130 per ticket uh, whenever I did it, plus the $10 discount uh, for AP per ticket. But uh, going into December, it's all going to be around the $160, $170 price point uh, for adults. And kids are not much cheaper than that. I want to say it's like 10 or $15 cheaper than a adult yeah. ticket. But, uh, again, if you're an annual pass hold, you get a $10 discount on each of those options. But you're probably looking at around the $160, 170 ticket. Yeah, so it's, it is a high-demand
0: uh, event. So if you're interested in going, um, you will maybe find some difficulty on some select nights. Mm-hmm. But um, go check it out. Uh, again in the episode description we 'll leave a link for you guys to make it easy for you so uh with that being said uh let 's dive into uh mickey's very merry christmas party two thousand twenty two uh event night number two and justin uh let's let 's start with um your arrival down to uh to the orlando area. And just a a quick touch on uh, where you stayed. We won't focus too much on the hotel. I know you'll cover that for everybody in the blog. If they want to go check out the blog at com. you can see a little bit more about uh, Justin's hotel stay uh, specifically uh, in greater detail. But just uh, kind of the area that you stay, Justin, um, and then uh, we'll dive into the event and your arrival there.
2: Yeah, so uh, like Ryan said, we've gotten better weather as we left from the northeast Florida area. Uh, The closer we got to Orlando, the bluer the skies got And less rain and wind we got Uh, But I stayed at the Wyndham uh, At Disney Springs, which is uh, If you remember, the uh, previous time I went down I stayed at the Wyndham Garden uh, Inn uh, At Disney Springs, it's literally the same hotel It's just last time I stayed in one of the outlier uh, Parts of the resort This time I stayed in the tower and that's okay. the main one. So that's the difference. The garden is on the sides, the towers, the main Wyndham, uh, building, uh, this stay, I chose to spend a little extra and splurge and got a, uh, Disney Springs view. So oh, how was that? Uh, it was beautiful. Uh, I documented, uh, in our room tour video, I will be getting that edited and voiceover done for, uh, all of our social media uh, outlets. But, uh, I could look right into Disney Springs no problem, could see Rainforest Cafe, could see the hot air balloon, no problem, look all around the area. Uh I was actually on the 15th floor and I could see Epcot. Uh nice. I could see uh Hollywood Studios. Uh it was a, it was a good good high up uh vantage point and uh really nice actually. Uh and again, I'm I'll go into greater detail in my room tour. About all that, so you can see it in, in greater detail. But uh, can't complain with the hotel. Again, it was probably the, the cleanest uh, room I've ever stayed in, um, mm-hmm. and it was so tidy and, and very well kept. So uh, I, you know, I appreciate that effort that they put into that because it was really, really nice. Uh, we enjoyed the room a little bit, you know, just trying to wait our time out and. Get out of the rain a little bit and, uh, yeah, get ready for the party. So, we, uh, we got our, uh, Christmas attire from, uh, that you can find in the Off the Monorails, uh, website shop. So, if you're looking for, uh, some of the options there, make sure you visit com and click the shop option. But, uh, I wore the, uh, Ugly Christmas sweater, long sleeve or long sleeve (laughs) shirt. Uh, It was actually really nice. Uh, It was perfect weather for that one. Uh, And then my son wore the long sleeve version of the Snope season for kids. And uh, that worked out really nice as well. Uh, However, we we had to bring the hoodies because we were expecting (laughs) colder weather and more rain to, you know, all that stuff was coming along, and thank God I did bring them because we did experience colder temperatures at some point. But, uh, but yeah, we moseyed over to Magic Kingdom around the six o'clock time frame, five thirty time frame, somewhere around there. Okay. So, with our, our, you know, ticket to the, uh, Christmas party, we are able to get into the gates at Magic Kingdom at four o'clock. And, uh, right. I had already scheduled, you know, reservations for that day just in case we got there earlier, but that didn't happen. But uh, got in there, uh, and I would I would recommend to do it like this as well because if you got little ones like me that have specific rides that they want to ride first, mm-hmm. knock some of them out before the party starts, because once the party starts, you have, uh, you know, between seven o'clock and midnight. To see everything that you can see in that time frame, and that's it. So, yeah. if you can knock out some of those rides prior to the party starting or meet and greets prior to the party starting, that's the ticket to do it. Uh, so we knocked out like uh, Buzz Lightyear, uh, mm-hmm. Big Thunder Mountain, um, People Mover. We we knocked out a few of them. Okay, uh, Peter Pan. And then uh, once the party started, we moseyed back up to Main Street and
0: how how long how long on were your average wait times on those rides? Given so the time that you know between the party starting and your arrival.
2: So prior to the party starting, they were averaging like thirty five minutes, okay. roughly. The ones that we chose to do, right? Um, then as the party started, it, I mean fifteen tops 15 20 minutes tops yeah uh sometimes it it, it felt like even less than that <laughs> yeah uh crowd size was, was that you know significantly lower than a normal day at disney and that was a given. absolutely
0: yeah that's that was the same thing we experienced at the halloween party mm-hmm. um was that your was that kind of the experience that you took as the party progressed those ride wait times later into the night did it feel that you're waiting around the same amount of time 15 20 minute range
2: yeah for the most part yeah uh like the good thing you know based on what you had you know gave us feedback on your uh halloween party that you attended Mm -hmm. mine felt more evenly spread out it wasn't feeling like it was on the left quadrant Um, yeah, because I, I remember you saying that for years and I, I yep. tried to walk around a lot and see uh, just crowd size, get a pulse on things and everything felt pretty spread out. So that's a good thing, you know, that I can report on yeah. um, Main Street. One hundred percent is where everything was happening <laughs> because I mean, the first like two to three hours you have, you know, the opening ceremonies then you yeah. have uh, the stage plays Fireworks and the parade all within the first three hours. So, yep. like every hour on the hour, you had something happening down Main Street or the hub. So, you would see the crowds literally flock from, you know, just separate places spread from Frontier Land <laughs> to, to Tomorrowland. And then they'd come back to Main Street and the hub. <laughs> and then as things started, you know, getting done with the parade and stuff for the uh, main street, you would see everything just even back out and ev- all the masses would just spread back out. So
0: just a great migration. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it really was, but it, it wasn't crowded though. That's, that's what I want to really put a, you know yeah. emphasis on it. Did it not feel crowded at all? Uh, yeah. There was quite a bit of people there, but it never felt like you were elbow to elbow with somebody. Like there was right. always room. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Can't complain. It was yeah, a, it was a so, good experience.
0: So you you what um did you take any any of the rides that had the
2: holiday theme makeovers? Uh I sure did. Uh we went on the teacups. Uh, okay. that was a uh, that was nice because uh all the red and green uh flashing, yeah. that was nice. You know, something you you normally just had that yellow fluorescent, you know, light right. just beating down on you everywhere and if you're spinning real fast like it can get you dizzy <laughs> but with the red and green altering it it was a different experience but it was cool and they had the, the Christmas music as well so that that mm-hmm. made that extra special. Um let's see I went on people mover uh we unfortunately did not get to ride Space Mountain uh but yeah. People Mover takes you through Space Mountain and okay. I got a nice so video Okay. Uh, yeah. I got a nice video. I don't want to spoil it because it's pretty cool. Uh, but uh, the Christmas music and the lights were awesome at the uh, incline part that you can see. It's really okay. cool.
0: Awesome. Uh,
2: the awesome. outside of Space Mountain was really cool looking too. How okay. they had the different colors on that. That was really neat. Yeah.
0: Did you uh, get to go on the infamous Jingle Cruise? I did not. Okay.
2: Uh, However, I did do the Tomorrowland Speedway, and it had all the Christmas lights lit up all around there, and that was really cool. Uh, And I got to see Tron lit up. Oh yeah, yeah. Got a nice video of that too. So uh, that that was cool. cool. Vantage
0: point. Yeah, it really
2: was a a neat vantage point seeing it that close. And it it's going to be a massive ride. Like if you ever want to see how big that ride is going to be. Get on the Tomorrowland Speedway, and once you get to that far point, you'll see what I'm talking about. That thing is going to mm-hmm. be massive.
0: Right, just a quick segue from that. We're getting close because that mm-hmm. they the tracks are, are done over there now as well for the railroad.
2: So I'm ready getting, for that train to get back up again. Yeah, we're man. getting close. So I miss uh, that train. That train does a lot know. of you know disbursement yeah. of people. More than you know, we're
0: following can. that closely. If you've been listening for a while now, so. <laughs> we are uh it's a staple. When you visit
1: lighting. Walt Disney World, you gotta do the Walt Disney World Railroad. That staple's been missing for a long time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not long. Let's uh, stay uh over in Tomorrowland area. Uh I, you got to
2: visit Club Tinsel? I did. Uh that was really neat. I was actually impressed with that. Like how they could turn Cosmic race into like a little like Christmas uh party, really. Okay. Uh, what was it all about So they had a DJ there uh, And they had like a dance party going So they got a bunch of like uh, Cast members that were dressed up in Like elf attire yeah. And uh, they were leading the dance Choreography towards everybody uh, That was in that big open area You know what I'm talking about uh, yeah. In the uh, downstairs yeah. part of it uh, And the music was Pumping in there like really good uh, They had uh, What was it uh the electric slide was going on at one point. Did they play the? You were too busy joke? dancing. <laughs> I know. I, I was too busy enjoying some cookies and cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> I watched my son get up and and you know get down with it. Hey, I was there for the cookies and cocoa, and I made a damn good point to eat uh, cookies and cocoa. Damn it!
1: <laughs> uh, what would you say? Could you see like a difference with the crowd size being scaled down? Did it did it really feel like it was scaled down, or did it still feel super congested?
2: It, it never felt congested. Uh, you were never elbow to elbow with anybody. There was always room. Okay. Uh, it feels like a, I
0: not speaking out of turn, but for like when we attended the Halloween party, it felt like you were at Magic Kingdom on a very slow day. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: Good.
0: You know, I think we've all been lucky enough to be at Magic Kingdom during one of those days or, where, yeah. you know, you're walking down the, one of the pathways and just no one's around you. You know, like you could see people, right? and they're Regularly. About their way. Yeah, yeah. But you're not, you're literally like elbow to elbow, like Justin said, or, you know, you have plenty of distance between everybody. And it's just, you're all, you're navigating at your free will, versus on a normal day at Magic Kingdom, you are trying to duck and dive and weave through the, the traffic. I think that's the difference. So you know, I think these parties are worth it when they come to mm-hmm. crowd sizes. Yeah. Um and that's relevant in the in the wait times mm-hmm. for the rides too. I mean when you consider that yeah not all the rides are operating. So you would think that would inflate some of the wait times, but then you've also got all these other activities, all these other extracurriculars that are going on. Um, I think that also takes some of that crowd away from the rides Mm -hmm. um, because they are only there during this time. Right. So people are like, Oh, I can go ride this ride another, another time. I think it's a good way to, to get to Disney, especially to magic kingdom and experience the park with lower crowd levels. And if you're talking about one of these people, one of these you're, – you're one of these families that would be affected by these increases in right. single-day ticket say this. prices, I think that's where this becomes an advantage. You can yeah. almost treat this – when you can get in at 4 o'clock, this is a – you know, this is an eight-hour day at Magic Kingdom that you could essentially have with – A lower price lower point. A crowd. <laughs> Lower price point and lower crowd levels. Don't say
2: that too so loud. So the trade off <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But but I was going to bring that up too, Jordan that could I actually said uh, the same thing to Ryan. For those that like don't have annual passes right now, this would be the way that they could experience Disney. Yeah. And at these hard ticket events like that, just buy a ticket like this, and the price points you know $20, 30 dollars cheaper a person. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, it comes with limitations, right? It Comes with some limitations. You like you know, right? Not all the rides are operational. Not but you all get treats for beverage free, are beverages like, yeah. for free. So let's go into that. What uh, what did you get included with your ticket admission?
2: So I'll start at point of entry here because, uh, I believe this is a first. Uh, that they've done this. They gave away a hard metal ornament per person up until eight o'clock. So it was only a one-hour window that you could get it. Uh, and it had, you know, it uh, showing uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party on the front, 2022 on the back. Uh, very cool ornament. But they, again, they were limited on them until 8 p.m. So you had to be in line ready to go, which you should mm-hmm. be anyway for that party. Yeah. Uh, so that was free. Uh, we got several uh Stops Within the park I want to say it was like Four or five of them uh, Where you go to some of these Quick service locations Or uh, some restaurants That were open And they were designated With a big inflatable candy cane Okay And you can grab uh, Different very varieties of cookies Uh, Very nice cookies too They were really good Um, They also served either Hot cider, eggnog, or hot cocoa Oh man I unfortunately did not get to try the eggnog, but I did try the cider and the uh, hot cocoa, and the hot cocoa was easy Hulk smashing. It was so good. I would good. have been so sick off eggnog. Oh, me too. I if be... I could have found it, I love eggnog, but I couldn't find <sighs> it. But that was my own stupidity, I guess. You could chalk it up, too. <laughs> but uh, oh. but I, mean, I was busy just trying to you know keep my son entertained and try and look on the map and... You see where to go next and try to find mm-hmm. things to do that were uh, – because this was all new to me, you know, and I, I was learning right, how to fly, right. too. So uh, we got to meet uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. So there are special meet and yeah. greets that are there. Uh, Jack and Sally are one of them. Uh, Mickey is one oh, of them. Okay. Uh Tweedledee, Tweedledum, uh, Santa Goofy. Uh, all of them uh, were character meet and greets. So that comes with your ticket as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you have uh photo pass with your AP or your your regular uh, ticket for that event, uh, you get the pictures that you took all along Main Street, uh, meet and greets, all that stuff. All of that comes with it, uh, which was nice because I thought that was going to be like a separate price point Mm -hmm. to get the photo pass options for the party that is not the case uh with my existing ap where i have photo pass options included in it so that was a nice perk for me um so i got you know really good pictures down main street uh, with the tree with the castle uh -hmm. with my son so uh i wouldn't say that was included with it you know, but it's, yeah, But it's part of the experience It's part of the yeah. experience Yeah, you could take the pictures if you wanted to And heck, you could even offer for the cast member That does the pictures To use your phone And you can have your phone's pictures uh, Taken along uh, right. Main Street as well And that's at any given point So there's another little free tip as well But uh, yeah it, There was a lot of stuff included for free That I felt the value is there uh, especially for the what yeah. I paid for If you start getting toward the $160 range uh, I feel like the party I went to I wouldn't feel comfortable saying $160 is worth it Only because we didn't get snoped on And I think Ooh, okay. I think the only reason that we didn't get snoped on though Is because there was still like a heavy mist going on And they decided not to do it for the performers Of the Parade where it was going to be slick down Main street which is already slick down There anyway with the the railway So
0: yeah So let's go into Some of that entertainment Um, you A little bit ago you mentioned The some of the shows Did you get
2: to watch the stage Shows and the fireworks show Uh, I watched uh, uh, Mickey's once upon a Christmas time Parade which I went live on Instagram For so you can go and check that Out on our Instagram but it's still there And I streamed it in its entirety live from uh, right beside the Christmas tree in the entrance way to Magic Kingdom, right at the edge of Main Street. And I also uh, enjoyed Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks show. And I was pleasantly surprised with this fireworks show. I liked it better than Enchantment.
0: (laughs) That don't say much. I'm dead serious. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's I. I could have said the same thing about the Halloween show. It, it the was there was thought it, in it,
2: like there was a it, lot it was of thought really and movement into it. And I also say this while we were on Barnstormer when we first got the party going, uh, the Storybook Circus Disney Junior Jingle Jam was going on across the street, uh, right by uh, where we documented about the uh, charging outlets and one of our. You know, chill places to be. Uh, Pete Silly Pete Sideshow. Sideshow. Right. Yep. Right over there. They had uh, a bunch of the Disney Junior uh, pals over there doing a uh, jingle jam with the kids. Uh, That's cool. That was pretty cool. I got to see that going on. Uh but rock we, out with Fancy Nancy? Uh, we were on uh, Barnstormer hanging out with Goof. <laughs> so uh, we, uh, <laughs> we, we were occupied at the time. So
0: for that fireworks show, did they – I imagine they – Special projections, things like that Oh
2: yeah, lots of reds, greens, blues uh, If you recall to last year during Christmas uh, Remember when they had like the slideshow Of uh, yeah. projections for the castle uh, There was a lot of that going on But a lot of moving pieces as well As the fireworks were going on for that presentation Sure, okay. And the music was really good So you had like a lot of classical uh Christmas time songs that uh, they did their own version to, and really Disneyed it up, and it was really really nice how they uh, how they did it, and all the fireworks. Like there was a lot of really neat colors of fireworks going on too. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. They uh, they also had um, Tinker Bell come out, uh, oh, and okay. yeah, beginning. Yeah, that was that was a nice surprise. Uh I wasn't expecting that. Uh and if I was expecting it, I was expecting it more toward the end like what we're used to, but it was like within the first 2 to 3 scenes of uh okay. of the show. So that was pretty cool and the crowd went absolutely nuts.
1: Yeah, there was uh, and one we portion see from
2: far down Main Street.
1: There was one portion of the show where they play like uh, the beginning of Carol of the Bells and the castle kind of yes. lights up in conjunction with the different notes. Uh yes. That looked like that'd be pretty cool to see in person.
2: It was. Uh and Carol the Bells, I have a special place in my heart for that song to begin with. Yeah, it's nice. And uh cool. and if you recall, uh I mentioned the uh Tomorrowland Speedway earlier. Uh if you remember Sarah Havo from Trans Siberian Orchestra, while we were on the People Mover, that song came on while I was looking down at the mm-hmm. uh at the go-karts there and I was watching some of the lights dance to that and I thought that was the coolest damn thing cuz I love awesome. I love that version. Yeah.
0: Did you uh did you happen to get lucky and get some uh, photos or video of those fireworks?
2: Uh you know I did. So Thank stay tuned. So stay tuned. Again, we got a lot of stuff that's coming up on uh Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, a lot of Short 10 second clips, but they're going to be worth your time because they are awesome. What about,
0: um, you mentioned the the uh, cookies and uh, hot cocoa and cider. Uh, were there any other special snacks, event only snacks or drinks available that you were able to partake in?
2: So for those, I wanted to try the, um, Cause I, I literally looked right at it as we walked by it. Um, it was the Once Upon a Christmas tart that was over in Sun uh, Sunshine Tree Terrace uh, as you're going into uh, Adventureland. Yeah, and I once I saw it, like I'm I like cranberry, but I don't love cranberry, and I think this okay. is a thing that if you love cranberry. This would be something you would want to try uh, Just after I saw all That red on there I was like eh. Kind of <laughs> changed my mind about that um, I did pass by Casey's Corner And uh-huh. they had the holiday dinner dog And this thing sounds only imagine. Funky Listen to this An all beef Hot dog with Cranberry mustard Savory stuffing funnel cake and cheese curds. I'd smash. I'm passing. You'd be passing something if you eat it, right? Um, right. Yeah, your <laughs> pancreas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel sorry for
2: anybody that eats that, like at the beginning of the event, and then, like tries to just make it through the rest of the night. Right? That I would be just tipping over. <laughs> Well, hopefully they listen <laughs> to episode five so they
1: know where to handle business at. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> another option that was available. I didn't see this. Uh, even I was around this area, too. and I never really saw this. But the sugar plum shake at anti-gravities. I, yeah. It looks interesting. Describe that one, Describe that one for the listeners because it sounds... Yeah. Is spiced sugar plum soft serve, topped with cherry syrup, whipped cream, and sprinkles. So it sounds very interesting, and I kind of wish I, it, I, so right, yeah, uh, good, yeah. I would have seen it because I would have tried this. Right, sweet and tart. Now this next option, if I would have saw this, and wanted to wait in line for it, I would have one hundred percent got this. Uh, this was also at Casey's Corner. The Christmas tree cake listen to this red velvet brownie cheesecake with eggnog <laughs> buttercream and spiced caramel come topped on. with on. mini sugar Christmas lights Smash. Diabetes,
1: take the wheel
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly my goodness that sounds good yeah. I would have 100% tried that but I, I would have washed that
1: down with a nice glass of eggnog, too. Wow, you yeah. good lord. Damn, Skippy. And then find a chair to sit uh, in the rest of the night. Right? Good <laughs> good being a My coma. kidneys. But- <laughs> I'm not riding shit after that, except a toilet. <laughs>
2: and then the uh, the last option. Um, funny enough, I don't remember seeing a snack cart on Main Street. Um, but this, the Christmas tree uh, or the Christmas wreath donut was found in the snack carts on Main Street. Uh, this uh, donut is made with red velvet uh, with green buttercream and holiday sprinkle decorations.
0: Okay. For so pretty much donut. a
2: standard red velvet donut.
0: Yeah, I would have definitely gone the way of the cake. Yeah. I, there's two options.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of buttercream. Me either. That eggnog, sound. Yeah, that eggnog,
2: yeah, that eggnog buttercream. Is- I would have wanted to try that for science,
1: just for science,
2: just for science, just to, just to make sure it's there. Yeah, you know. definitely
1: sounds like you had to go in there with a the sweet tooth.
2: Yeah, and the cookies. I mean, <clears throat> I don't want to sleep on what how good the cookies were because they were really really good. The gingerbread options were good. Uh, your standard chocolate chip cookie. I mean, it was Smash City. It the, was sn- the so snickerdoodle, little, like snickerdoodle it was, oh, was yeah, amazing, amazing.
1: now what about the and sugar cookies with the buttercream icing i've kind of heard those were humdrum
2: they it, it was the good news about them is that they were they were not dry so as as a standard sugar cookie you would expect more like dry uh sugar crystally, crunchy you know kind of like mm-hmm. that, but it was it was actually really, really good. So the real mm-hmm. question
0: is, on the previous episode, you said you would bring plenty of cookies back for us to
2: have. No, so Ryan, did you get cookies. a cookie yet? I ain't got nothing. Uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. The cookies I did I bring chip. back, check this out. Out of the cookies <laughs> I brought back, I've had two of them. Jacob has ate the rest of them. That I have one that's bitch. broken that's left in there. That's it.
1: The government must keep them cookies because I ain't seen one bite.
2: Right, <laughs> and, and let me throw this out there as well. I did not know that you could request more cookies as you walked up there. I did not know that. <laughs> Just all the cookies, man. Yeah. So all next time, if hot I do this again, yeah, same with hot cocoa. I could ask for double, you know, double fisting it. But hey, <laughs> That's what you should have been doing. But uh but yeah, next time. So these are a rookie mistake. Yeah, yeah this is rookie, rookie mistakes, mis- so we're <laughs> we're learning here. Uh, so next time, get like two or three cookies each, you know, stash some away for the boys, enjoy one in the time of you know, in the heat of the moment. Smash well, like a couple of cups deal. of hot cocoa. Heat of the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the well, plan was to give y'all some cookies, but uh Jacob had other plans. <laughs> I literally had two. That's it.
0: Well, um, it sounds like you had a fun time. Based off the video uh, that we got on Instagram, live video, the parade, that looked awesome. Um, Again, go check that out if you haven't seen it yet. We have the whole, Justin was able to stream the entire uh, parade from his vantage point from the Christmas party. So go check that out, and if you haven't seen it, at off the monorails on Instagram. Um, yeah, it looked like a good time. I'll tell you, seeing the photos and video of the event that you were able to share, um, live that night, it instantly made me want to go. You know, like the entire environment of just the glow. Yeah. You know, you sent me a a few. You know, some of the photos that you sent, I started um started looking at them, touching them up and stuff. And I was just like, man, just the the environment, the glow of the lights with the tree and the castle and just Main Street. It was just the entire essence. You know, like it is Christmas. Yeah. And it's just Disney at Christmas. It's just, you know, even more cemented that thought that it's just like, there's very few places that feel that way uh, around the holidays, and we're not even there yet. You know, like I do, I'm not going to downplay. I don't want to downplay Thanksgiving because it's a it's a very big and important occasion. However, the Christmas season is monumental for a lot of reasons, and it is it is that that feeling, that overall feeling um, that the se- that comes with the season. And I think they encapsulate it so, so well. Um and that's all Disney all around. They do right. it in several different ways that we've covered all the way back from the first episodes of this podcast. Um you know, we we covered some time during uh during some trips uh, around Christmas time. Uh, but yeah, this was like on another level. Just seeing Magic Kingdom in that atmosphere was really just really, really cool. Um, and like I said, it made me want to be there instantly. Yeah, so I
2: agree. Y'all, y'all know this from your own experience that Disney at Christmas time just hits different. It's oh, it's yeah. it just takes the it takes the already existing quote unquote magic and amplify it. And yeah. I just sent y'all a picture. Uh, that i took I see from the hub looking down main street and yeah. that picture says it all that's that's mm-hmm. that's disney at christmas right there and i i wanted y'all's yeah. reaction caught live because i'm <laughs> telling you like that is my favorite view ever is you know have your back to the mm-hmm. castle in the hub back to the castle yeah and looking down main street at the Christmas tree and seeing all the lights lit up, seeing the crowd. If you got Snoop going, this is the time to go
1: and get that picture because that, that is a great point. Exactly. Yeah. Words can encapsulate that vibe. You have to be there to, to yeah. feel it. And I'll be yeah, posting we'll, this picture uh, for
2: y'all to view as well. Uh, for those that yeah. are listening, uh, just pay attention during the week. We'll drop it. Yeah.
0: So yeah, this is a, um, yeah, just perfect embodiment of Christmas at Disney and what it what it can be uh, that's for sure so yeah man i'm I'm super happy is there anything else uh, uh you'd want to cover for about the event yeah um,
2: if I had to re- the ability to r- rewind time and choose another date I would 100% uh, choose the date closer to uh, December uh, for the main reason. I didn't see any party-specific merchandise available. Shirts, hats, pins, I saw zero. Uh, And like I said earlier, it didn't snope on us, but it did the following night. Uh, Mm -hmm. And again, I think that's because of what the weather was like the night that I had my party. So I'll give them a pass on my night for that. But I would 100% go closer to December or during Christmas, as I can afford, uh, that's the only you know asterisk you know that's holding me back okay. is that it gets more expensive as you get closer to the Christmas time.
0: Do you th- do you think the extra expense is worth it? Like right now, would you spend a forty dollars extra per person to go to the event in the peak time versus
2: based on the early additional November? options? and the ability to have a a way to shop and commemorate mm-hmm. that trip cuz i really wanted a shirt or a pin you know how we have our pin boards you know i wanted right. something to commemorate that first uh that first trip other than the ornament that i got right uh i think it would probably be f- a feasible option especially yeah. <laughs> it's it, it kind of makes it more uh feasible with today's announcements of the ticket uh increases mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's even i think it even more uh amplifies the the ability to go to these parties uh mm-hmm. based on that you know information so uh yeah i would i would pay the extra forty dollars a person uh especially yeah Especially as a first timer,
0: yeah. I think we're all in agreement that we would pay the price and go to the this event off the hand, right? Yeah. Right. That we, you know, it's worth the money going to it. Do you think, Justin, that you got your money's worth out of the event? One and B, would you? go again in the same season
2: answer the question number one i personally did it and i think that's because i didn't have a better strategy i didn't know what to expect so as a Mm -hmm. first timer i don't think i got my money's worth because i was a first timer if i had the ability to go back a second time i know now a better game plan of how to attack things and make it more worth my time so uh, and and for the money, so I, I I can see both arguments in my case alone, but I'm one of them people that I'll, I'll take things slow for the first time doing something just to see what the options are like, and then I build a better strategy as I attend more and more and more. Uh, I right. do want to go back. Uh, because I do see some things that I would change that I did, uh, and attack it differently, and it would be then more worth my money, right? But to re-answer, you know, question number one in the future. Do you think it's
0: necessary to attend a second event in the same year in the same season? Oh. Like, could you get to everything like if you were an absolute pro and knew where everything was and had mm-hmm. this entire thing mapped out, would you be able to get to get done everything you wanted to get done in that time frame in the one event night, or would you do you think it's necessary to go twice
2: I think hmm, with the ability to go to the parks. Or be in the park at four o'clock. If you're able to like if you have a little one tagging along with you like I do, attacking a bunch of those rides that they want to do early is gonna pay off for you as the you know party time starts. Um my son, you know, he is autistic. I've covered this. He has you know rides that he wants to ride right then, so it's it's it makes things a little harder, but I'm, I love, you know, going with the flow with him. So, uh, if you didn't have that circumstance, I think you could tackle these things in one party. Um, as long as you know what you're doing, you know, prior to the party starting, uh, tackling a bunch of those, you know, high, you know, high wait time rides and attractions. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as two parties are concerned, I think where that comes into play is if you're wanting to include a lot of the meet and greets.
0: Yeah. So that's why, I, so I asked the question because it's almost the same setup as the Halloween party, in my opinion. So yeah. when we went to the Halloween party, we were number one, we were going to uh, experience uh, some of the shows. We would already pinpointed some of the stuff we wanted to do as far as the fireworks parade, et cetera. We knew some food items that we wanted to go absolutely get. And we had a couple of rides pinpointed, and we absolutely wanted to get as much candy as possible. Right. Like those were the must dos, right? And so we were able to do a lot of those things. Meet and greets were something that we really liked about the event we were able to take advantage of several of the exclusive meet and greets mm-hmm. our, during our time there. But because those lines for the meet and greets were some of the longer lines in general for that night, yep. including rides, including food, the longest wait times we had at the event were the wait times for the character meet and greets. And so I would have loved to go back a second night to tackle the rest. To where you could almost split agendas right. um, and attack the party in two different, very two very much different ways. Um, so I think that to get them to experience everything the party has to offer, you cannot get it all done in all
2: one night. I'll agree to that. Uh, you
0: have to make sacrifices, you have to give up thing other things to experience the others. So And that's what we got. When we went to Halloween party, we got there. We walked through the gates at like 530. Mm. So it and crowd was already coming out, you know, so we were making pretty good timing um, and we made pretty good use of our time and we still got probably half of it done.
2: Right. And I'll say this as well. I don't want to go to these specially ticketed events and treat it like a normal day at Disney where I'm like running around the park, going from thing to thing to thing, I want to take my time and I want to take it in. I want to treat it as a special event. I don't want to sit there and run, you know, try and beat wait times for this and that and the other. I want to do these things as I get to them and I'm not going to run. Uh, And I think that kind of plays a part into it as well. You know, how, how yeah. You yeah, how use, you, how, how you could spread want to approach, across. Uh, sure.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it you know, it's interesting, right? But yeah, it's it, it sounds like to me that the Christmas party was very similar in fashion of that
2: and don't you, get me wrong, we did plenty. Trust me. I don't sure. I don't feel like right. we wasted any time there. I think the value is there as you attend more of these parties and Stuff like that, yeah. where you're more accustomed to what's there, what's offered, how to attack it, you know, yada yada yada. You know, it's it's like with anything else. The more you go, the more familiar you get with things, and you can you know cut you know trim the fat on timing. And sure. I I could see like if you're a pro at you know coming to several of these parties, you know across you know two to three years, I could see where you could you know do a lot of things uh but everything that the party offers i don't think it's a feasible thing in one party
0: you're still gonna have to cut yeah yeah not without having to run
2: your ass off and and you know and i'm just not for that (laughs) i'm just not
0: yeah it's just something i want to point out so if anyone's you know listening and they are scheduling to go to one of these parties that they kind of keep that in mind and they kind of go in with the agenda that you want to accomplish, understand that you're going to make sacrifices and yep. not going to be able to do everything on the list. Right. So, but it's worth um,
2: it. It is worth yeah, making yeah, those sacrifices. I would,
0: would share, and I share that sentiment as well. I think these events are, are a very good thing. I was pleasantly surprised about the Halloween event. It sounds like that the Christmas party was very, very similar uh, in that regard. Um So, I'm super happy that you were able to go and experience this, experience a different side of Disney for the first time. Um, so I can't wait till we can all go uh, right. again and, you know, together and experience it even more. Right. I think and,
2: what made it even better was seeing everyone dressed up in, you know, all their, you know, holiday, you know, pajamas yeah. or sweat stuff. Yeah. Uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that was, and you get to go while the kids were, you know, doing their Halloween costumes. Everyone's dressed up. Yeah. It's a different, unique experience. Sure. Uh, And I loved that. And I wish it snoped. I really wish it did. I understand (laughs) why it didn't, but I was really wanting to see the snope more than anything. However,. I got to see the seven dwarves in the parade and I've never seen them across oh, yeah. five to six years of being an annual pass holder. I've never seen them in the park. So <laughs> that was a treat in itself. My son personally loves seeing Peter Pan and Wendy. He hasn't stopped talking about it since. So, <laughs> uh, trust me, we we enjoyed ourselves very much so. yeah,
0: Well, glad to hear it. Thank you so much for the positive uh, review and uh, thorough recap of the, of your time at the event. And again, uh, we'll have some more details uh, spread out uh, this uh, week on the socials, uh, some video content, lots um, of video
2: content. uh,
0: So stay tuned Uh, again, follow us on all the social media platforms of your choice. uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. We're there at off the monorails. Go, uh, go follow along. Um, as we throw up all this, uh, throw all this content out at you. Um, let's, uh, close the show today with, a, a spotlight on, um, our website. Uh, again, we mentioned it previously off the com is a place where you can go. And of course, listen to our full episode library. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got our blog there that you can read. Some different reviews, uh, dining reviews, trip recaps, tips and trick articles—you uh, name it. We've got a little bit of everything sprinkled in in there, and we're continually adding, uh, continuously adding to uh, everything that's on there. So uh, stay tuned there. It's good, good bookmark for you. To and there's lots of good info in guide. there. If you're planning a trip, definitely go check it out and read over some of the things there. Um, and then, of course, you can uh, go to our shop. Um, and we have a special holiday section there uh, within the shop. And you can find a variety of holiday inspired designs uh, from Nightmare Before Christmas to Snope season. Uh, we've got a little tribute to the Christmas tree trail and stroll yep. along Disney Springs. Uh, it's a fan favorite. Uh, so go check it out, uh, at off the in the shop. Uh, we've got stuff for the whole family. Uh, we've got adults and youth sizing, uh, on many of the options. Uh, we got short sleeve, long sleeve, sweatshirts, hoodies. Uh, so we got a little bit of everything for everybody there.
2: And I can confirm the long sleeve is perfect for the 60 degree mark. It's perfect. There
0: You go. You heard it here first. Um, Also, uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so by buying us a coffee. I think it goes a very long way. It helps us attend events like Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party uh, and allows us to bring you back uh, our review and some information. So uh, if you'd like to support the show, please, uh, we'd ask you to go buy us a coffee. Uh, You click the support button on the website or in the episode description as well. uh, And just click that button. Uh, I'll ask you, I'll give you option to buy us a coffee or two. And again, by doing so you help fund uh, the operations of the show. And we just put everything right back to the show to give you the best content we can provide. So if you do feel led to support the show, uh, we do appreciate that. And we uh special thank you to all those who have contributed so far. Um, really, really helps a lot. So yeah. Uh, sp- um, speaking
1: of uh, enjoying coffee, as always, I'd like to give a special shout out to our friends over at electric city roasting company. Uh, they have been with us from the beginning. They have great products that we have specifically tried ourselves. And yes. I, I know for a fact that us three can't get enough of it. Um, yeah, they got their harvest It'll blend very right now. That is the, the big hitter for the fall season, but they do have, uh, many other roasts that they carry year round. Um, once again, uh, you can get whole bean. You can choose your grind. You can get K cups. You can buy in bulk. Uh, they have uh, all kinds of swag. They've got coffee cups. I've actually, I'm drinking out of my coffee cup right now. Um, it looks cool. It's got like a little coffee bean with some moose antlers on it. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, they are a specialty coffee association, uh, they are accredited by them. They are a women old company out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, and they just got a great product that we stand behind. And uh, if you use our affiliate link at the bottom of the episode description and use the code Coffee 20 at checkout, you can save 20% on your first purchase. So load that card up and save some money. Absolutely.
0: With the holidays uh, around the corner, it's, this is a good, really good gift option uh, you can give to yourself as well. So don't forget about you um also in the episode description a 1901 candle company uh are making some great fantastic sense, sense. Um uh, they are park and pop culture inspired candles uh, for your enjoyment um we uh have welcomed them here recently and uh, i've actually been using their product for about a year now uh and recently uh they uh started working with us. And uh, so go check them out. They're a family owned and operated business and uh, have some great, great products. Again, uh, we're working with companies with products that we stand behind um, and that make a difference. So go check them out. Link is in the episode description for your reference. And just for listening to the show, uh, they're going to give our listeners 15% off your order uh, with coupon code off the rails 15. Again, that's in the episode description for your reference. Go check them out. Again, you're talking about some great holiday gift options. Oh, perfect! They do they do bundles as well, so yep. you can get you can save even more money that way. So, uh, go check them out. Uh, they make some great, great stuff. Uh, we'll also we also have some other uh, companies we're working with. You can find that in the episode description as well. We've got you covered from head to toe when it comes to travel options, from uh, bags to uh, technical wear uh, to uh, even sunglasses and eyewear. Yep. So. Go check all of the affiliate links out. Um, Some great companies doing some great things, making some great products uh, and they will take care of you for sure. So uh, tis the season. Uh, With that being said, uh, gentlemen, we got anything else?
2: Nothing. That uh, covers it. Just uh, make sure you stay tuned to our social media platforms. We're going to be rolling out a lot of uh, video footage and little clips here and there, uh, all across the board. So Instagram, YouTube, uh being the main sources there, TikTok. Uh just make sure you are following us at off the monorails and uh make sure you have the notification settings to where you get notified when we uh post this content and interact with us. We love seeing the likes pop up on there, comments. <laughs> we love interacting with you guys. So don't be a stranger, please ha- interact with us. We love that. Absolutely.
0: And don't forget, um leave us a rating. Leave us a review on your podcast platform uh, that you're listening to right now. Uh, just go ahead and click those stars. It literally takes a second. Uh, click those stars. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, type a review if your uh, platform allows it like Apple Podcasts does. Um, and just let everyone else know what you think of the podcast. It helps us reach more listeners uh, and helps us grow. And so if you just take a couple seconds, literally just tap those stars, we'd really, really appreciate it. It goes a long way for the algorithm and uh, continue to try to help more and more people as we grow this thing. So uh, with that being said, guys, we appreciate uh, you listening. If you're a first time listener, thanks for joining us today. If you're a long time listener, thanks for your loyalty and thanks for coming back. We love having you. Uh, we'll see you on the socials all week long with some more in-depth information and, uh, and some photos and video from the, the event. Uh, so be sure to uh, follow along there, leave some comments and uh let us know uh your thoughts on all of uh, all the festivities share
2: us with a friend have them follow us too and get them in the christian spirit this is the perfect week to do it yes it is that's for sure
0: all right well we'll catch you next week and with that being said i'm jordan
2: i'm justin and i'm ryan this is off the monorails.